Welcome everybody, welcome to uh, Trigger with an Accent. Today <laughs> is a really fun day. So uh, today I'm having a fireside or bonfire, I don't know what to call it, uh, interview with a familiar guest who was on my first episode who also happens to be my wife and she is in an interesting mood. <laughs> So she decided <laughs> to be on my podcast here. So here we go. So do you want... After you begged me and begged me to be on your podcast. And I was like, I guess so. Okay. Gotta uh, support the man I, I love. Guess, that's I, the kind of woman I am. You I know? guess that's the story we're going with. Is <laughs> I begged and begged. Listeners, and she... listeners, Annie and Josh. It's true. Why are you naming our listeners? <laughs> <laughs> what is that? <laughs> it's called a shout out. Oh, you're shouting out to Annie and Josh? Yeah, our listeners. Uh, if we, yeah. <laughs> we but, could probably just record this and send it to them. But Wow. It sounds like it's a gem to my podcast. Like I have two listeners. One. <laughs> <laughs> Named. How many do you have? Any and Josh. How many do you have? They are more than two, so I'm pretty sure. <laughs> okay, is the third me? No. Congratulations. You don't even listen to my podcast, do you? I do. Okay, but I just want you to know there are more other people who are not named Any and Josh. My sincerest apologies. By the way, anyway, uh, he's now uh, Captain Baron. So they can, are, uh, <laughs> they can, are super fans. Though. You can all just call him Josh. Have some respect. Sorry, Captain Burton. This <laughs> is Burton. Josh, I hope you're listening to this. <laughs> anyway, uh, so do you want to reintroduce yourself, or what is there else to know? I mean. Mm-hmm. I am your superstar, hot wife. Mm-hmm. Go on. Um, matriarch of this grand dynasty that is Dax. <laughs> this dynasty is Dax? <laughs> and, this, and this yard and this fire. <laughs> okay. We're renters. We don't even have anything that we own. No assets. <laughs> a shitty garden. That's hey, it. No Squirrels come. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was not made aware of the. <laughs> uh, go on. It's, it's fine. I'm pretty sure my listeners, since there are only two people, they will make an excuse. Yeah, they know me. I don't have to explain myself to them. So. What up? friends come move to georgia be our neighbors have a grand old time we can all gather around the fire together yeah and we can record a podcast together <laughs> all right what's your first question uh um, don't let me MC this podcast it's it's your podcast okay it's, it's all right uh, I'm, I'm going to apologize for the background <laughs> sound that you're going to hear. We are literally sitting outside by the fire. I have really bad allergies, so there's probably going to be a couple snivels. And snots and, Ew. you know. Oh, okay. All yeah. the good stuff. <laughs> and uh, just a heads up, uh, 
we are in a kind of weird mood so uh, watch out for those cave balls because they are coming anyway so uh just to start the podcast uh so i do have mackenzie who also happens to be my wife uh hashtag blessed hashtag lucky hashtag me and her forever who knows uh and then <laughs> sound like you weren't too sure about that last one <laughs> yeah i'm just i'm just kidding uh so uh we i am just going to talk uh, to her about general stuff that has been happening lately and just like you know you just like to see where her head her head is at like you know uh we haven't done an episode in a while because a lot of uh things have happened i'm pretty sure if you guys have been listening uh, you know my last episode i was basically just talking about my loss uh, when i was dealing with um, loss of a loved one i did uh, lose my dad but well that's another story but now uh, we are going to do something different so i do have mackenzie who is really uh, excited to be on the podcast so Mackenzie, just for starters, do you feel right now that you have something you care about that you want to talk about that you think I'm not going to ask you about? If you don't have, you can just say no. If you You've do, already asked me this. Yeah, but things change. You might have thought of something. No, I think you're going to ask me. You know me. Mm-hmm. You've talked to me this entire day mm-hmm. and the entire past three years of our marriage oh. so no i don't there's that's marriage for you people specific topics that you're going to bring up that i don't know about that i care about oh really okay so in this episode we are going to talk about dogecoin and see uh, how uh, people are investing in dogecoin in the future of uh, cryptocurrency and mackenzie is going to give us your own opinion on cryptocurrency and mackenzie what do you think uh dogecoin are you serious what you said we can talk about anything oh my gosh okay so can you give us your thoughts on dogecoin i call dax dogecoin you call your dog dogecoin yeah how how does that affect the cryptocurrency <laughs> it does not so <laughs> it sounds like it's not very relevant i know the dogecoin is a joke and some people have made money off of it <laughs> elon musk shouted out last snl speaking of jokes that make money did you hear that the uh the disaster meme girl sold her photo for like half a million yeah as a non-fungible token isn't that something else that is something else it's turned into a finance podcast look at us yeah um, i mean um, we are a podcast for all people i mean truckers wants to make money too and people who listen to truckers wants to want to make money too but yeah that's like really amazing things that we've been seeing lately that um, each and every one of us are just like trying to make a living and we i mean there's so many ways you can make money some of us sell feet pics some of us sell their pictures i'm just wondering if you had made a meme babe like when you were like 18 no i really should have invested in the meme game because you do you do make really good i don't think actually the memes were a thing when i was 13 oh okay i think just like um you know that was a really high time for myspace when were memes a thing in your life how old were you um i'd say 
my later years of high school. I don't know how old that is because I'm from here. You know, I'm from well, here. Well, yeah. what age were you when you graduated I, I'm, high I'm, school? I'm not from here. Okie dokie. What that accent that was? What, what what age was I when I graduated high yeah. school? Um, high school, big home. I graduated when I was turning eighteen. But the thing is, I do not know if what we call high school is actually high school here. So the years might not be actually prior exact. to university. Yeah, I was turning eighteen, so I went. That's how we are. Okay, that's good. Good. Eighteen or turning eighteen. I didn't know that. I'm just saying. Okay. You know, not everything is very different between us. You know? Yeah, because we do primary from grade one to seven. And then Wait, you were turning seventeen even though you skipped a grade. Yeah, I skipped a grade. In, so most in people are eighteen, turning nineteen. Yeah, in high school, most people are eighteen, are turning eighteen. But you were turning eighteen. You were seventeen. Yeah. But you were also a year ahead. So yeah, are most people turning nineteen? High schoolers, big home, are eighteen years old, but I was turning eighteen. Oh, okay. Interesting. I was turning 18, but that's because I graduated in June and my birthday is August. So. Oh, lovely. Look at you. I was a very young college student. Yeah. So anyway, at what age were memes a thing in your lifetime? I, I really, I don't know. But you mentioned MySpace and other stuff? I would guess that it was on Facebook that they became a thing. I didn't personally get onto Facebook until... Later in high school, yeah, I was very emotionally attached to MySpace. I didn't want to be friends with my mom and like her older friends. Hmm. It was actually a Mother's Day gift that I even friended her on Facebook because wow, it was a gift befriending your mom on Facebook. It was wow, I was living in her same roof and I didn't want her to be commenting on things while I like while I lived there. I feel like that was weird. I had seen like weird moms. And I know they're just, like, on there to, like, check up on their kids, you know. So I didn't really want to be watched by, like, her and her mom community. Yeah. But eventually MySpace did phase out, so I did have to join Facebook. And there was one time she added me on Facebook because I left my Facebook logged in. So she added herself. And oh, then so I deleted was, it once I was back on because I noticed. <laughs> yeah, but you can't fool me, you know. You were too smart for that. It's too smart. So. Wow. But I, I did add her on a Mother's Day and said, "Well, this is interesting that your mom actually got that as a Mother's Day gift. Like, hey, I can be your friend on Facebook." Even she obviously really wanted it. She what? She really wanted it. So, I mean, I think it was a pretty good gift. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a giver. As you know, I, that's I'm, what I'm, I always say. I am not arguing. I am not arguing. <laughs> anyway, uh, so we're going to take a brief break. And then after the break, I'm going to share my own Facebook story and how I actually got on Facebook. And then uh, we will see uh, if my story is weirder or <laughs> my kid's story is weirder. So we'll catch yeah, you yeah, up Yeah, we'll break. definitely see. <laughs> okay, welcome back. Uh, so before the break, uh, Mackenzie was just sharing with us. Uh, uh, excuse me for that noise. We are adding more <laughs> stuff into the fire. You would have thought we did that on our break, but no. Yeah, that was my <laughs> mistake. And I 
own up to it. Well, she was, uh, you were telling us how, how you gifted your mother a Mother's Day gift by being a friend on, on Facebook. And uh, before the break, I said I will share my own weird Facebook story. So I actually was on, I joined Facebook in 2009. And most people were not, most people that I know were not on Facebook at that time. So I literally did not really use my account for a while. And then this Wait, is what so you joined and then you didn't use it yeah i joined then i did not use it because no one that i actually knew was on facebook that time so i just i would log in and i would not do anything on facebook because i didn't see anything like interesting i or I, I wasn't communicating with anyone that i actually know so it was a weird place for me to be so i did not really care much about it but the weird thing that happened is fast forward uh three years later 2012 facebook was now like popping within my social circle and i had friends and stuff and then i decided to introduce my father to <laughs> facebook and i was wow like, so i was avoiding my parents and you were actively joining your parents to facebook yeah you just, were introducing it, them it just shows it. how like different we have how different, different relationships we, yeah. with our parents apparently no no i think in developed countries versus under developed countries is a different scenario like for us facebook was literally like a critical communication platform i really wanted to talk to my to my parents because uh what most people don't realize is in certain countries like making a call on your cell phone you literally have to recharge your phone right then like say five dollars and then you can make a call when you say recharge you're saying add money to your phone to be able yeah, to use we it. don't have contracts that Correct. last a month like you literally it's like pay to use your phone every time right. so being in college i could not afford that so but i could use the college internet i think that's the key you were not in the same household as your parents I was. So yeah. I felt like there was no need for me to be Facebook friends. Whereas for you, it was a way to... To communicate with communicate, my parents. Yeah, that was the cheaper budget. option. That was the cheaper option. So I was like, hey, Dad, you can be on Facebook. So, and then uh, when he did join, I was on my internship. And uh, <laughs> the thing is, like, uh, the type of internship I was doing, I was going to be evaluated and actually graded, which will contribute to my actual final GPA in college. So I did finish my internship and I did really get a good grade on my internship. And of course I was excited and I shared the news with my dad. So guess what he decides to do? He decides to go on Facebook and write on my wall that congratulations on your intent on getting a distinction on your internship i'm very proud of you <laughs> that's sweet that's sweet but being the kid who wanted to be cool like myself i was embarrassed by it so i took it down <laughs> you didn't i did and he didn't even notice <laughs> he was not that good 
like he he wasn't that well versed with facebook you take down your dad's congratulations i know even up today i kind of regret it i'm like man that's one thing that i could <laughs> have why were you embarrassed i don't know it was just like a weird thing to me that he would congratulate me on an internship and say i got a good grade on an internship and internships are like a big deal i know but it just it, for me it just felt like it say that i was failing in normal actual classes that i were you graduated already no i had one more year to graduate but i yeah, had you still feel like you should have had a paid job no it was an internship it i was. know that's what i didn't i just didn't understand why it was shameful for you because i had two years of classes and he didn't say anything and then an internship an internship is like the easiest thing like you know what i mean you don't take examinations or anything on, on when you're on an internship not always yeah it's just like you working with a group of people and you have to basically just like vibe well with them for them to give you an evaluation like hey he's he's a good kid to work with you know what i mean so if you're getting congratulated on being social at a workplace what were you doing for the other two years so i just felt embarrassed about it, by by it i was like oh i'm i'm not going to let my friend see this because he probably mean i was flanking for two years and then he's like oh finally you got a good <laughs> grade in some social experiment You're to so see so hard on yourself i know i am but that's just how i am but yeah so that was my facebook weird story like i <laughs> I felt like Which, I should be fair it wasn't very weird. What do you mean? I deleted my dad's most proud moment and I cannot get it back cuz you know, I deleted it. I mean, you mean what? I'm just glad nobody posted a f- picture of you running around naked or something. Is that I what mean, your that could have been n- definitely not, but what, that would what, be what, very what, Weird. I, mean, that was <laughs> I would describe that, that as weird. Hold on, back up. That was very <laughs> specific. You cannot just give that as like. Some... I mean, I have those pictures, but I've made sure that nobody posts. You have <laughs> pictures or videos of you running naked? Not running per se, but, but right be before strolling running. naked. Yes. And you somehow just hope no one is going to post them. Your mom. There here? was only two people. Wait, we are talking about your mom, <laughs> and you bring this up. There's... We were not talking about my mom. Oh, so in just in general, you are glad. No. Yeah, I'm just saying, like it's not. I wouldn't describe it as weird. <laughs> I mean, a nude picture or something embarrassing would be weird. for someone to post that on Facebook without your knowledge. Right. This person has to be your friend, right? In my situation? Yeah. Yes, I was not running nude with strangers. You are bringing up like a really uh interesting aspect like This is something that came up on our second date. You had asked me something that something, i did that was interesting something crazy that you've done and you said you read naked in a mountain or something yeah so I, this is the same but here's the thing though experience. i did i didn't know that it was recorded i just thought you well were... we didn't record it but we did take pictures to memorialize to memorialize but then at the same time <laughs> you were you were saying 
Oh, on Facebook, you agree that we no did one... not share it on Facebook. <laughs> I'm just saying it would have been. You could have described it as weird if someone had shared it on Facebook. Whereas your father congratulating for you for something is not necessarily hey, weird. You, you know what? Like when we are when we are young in college, we always think like, hey, hey whatever parents do is lame. Whatever parents say, right? Is I don't. So that was where I was coming from, but. Looking back, like to I mean today, I would have wanted to see. Looking it. back, you're just like, oh, but it wasn't a nude photo, so it wasn't I that weird. I am worried that your go-to <laughs> of an embarrassing thing is someone posting what is a more embarrassing of than you a nude photo naked Honestly. on Facebook? And this person <laughs> is your friend. She didn't do it. That's what I'm saying. There but you is see, that is no trace of it. Though. Unless you can probably hack my Gmail. It's probably there. What? What are you... <laughs> <laughs> what are you even talking about? <laughs> Wait a second. No, what I'm saying is, I am just surprised that for you, that's like something that is a possibility that you have to be afraid. Like, maybe one I'm day... Not afraid it because i trust her i'm just saying but she hears it it's not very weird for your father to congratulate you on facebook like for you to be like that is my weird experience i'm just saying like that's pretty mild for some other people's experiences that they've had on facebook you know what there's one thing that i'm worried about right now like i say maybe in future like we you know we become some people who are famous I'm pre- I'm scared now. Like your friend might blackmail you, and then. Well, she's a newscaster, so honestly. She's a newscaster, and she has a nude photo of you. You are not of us. So that's the thing is, like, you can't really post oh, just can, me. She can crop yourself okay. out, right? But I have the photos too. So that's the thing is. Oh, we're so safe. you guys are just gonna you know? go out full out, like, oh, hey, oh, we are nude. She's not interested in <laughs> destroying this future career that I have that you're talking about. My goodness. Um, yeah. This is gonna be bad if I ever run for like a city council position or something. Yeah, everyone's like, hey, we found this weird podcast with this random dude. Yeah, so maybe you should about. stop talking about it. They're always <laughs> about talking about it. No, you're fine. Our vice president. Nothing was Our visible. I had really long hair. It covered. I mean, you can get away with some random nude photo we with your didn't friend. Take full body photos. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why this is making me happy. <laughs> okay, I, I can tell you why. I get it. I get it. But I'm just. I'm just saying. I mean, anyway, those were our. Uh, weird uh, Facebook stories. <laughs> I don't want you to publish this. I. You don't want me to publish that? What? No. I don't have a nude photo of you. I'm not going to publish anything. You're publishing this conversation about them, though. It makes me feel uncomfortable. No one is going to find them, right? <sighs> Annie and Josh, don't go looking. Annie already knows about them. You know, I am, I don't know why you keep on talking to Annie and Josh. Like, <laughs> I feel like I should, the only listeners. I feel I'm like I should, apolo- aware of. I should apologize for my for my other listeners. <laughs> All like, the other two guys. Yeah. Okay. Stumbled into this. <laughs> okay. Fine. Hey, the other two guys we uh, just stumbled into. Are they this. still here? Because the last time you posted was like six months ago. I. They are still here. So don't don't say that. Okay. All right. The Show other me those listeners, whether you're after. two guys 
or two girls, two women, two old You're women. Like, what the hell is this? I apologize that my guest keeps referencing his hair. Only two oh, friends. Are you gonna apologize that you married me? So I'm gonna be the be the most frequent guest on this podcast. What the heck are you doing about? <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> You're stuck. Yeah, this you is you stuck with me. This is my life. You can't, so okay. I'm, I'm pretty There's sure. No apologizing for I'm this guest sure, for your sure entire my... lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like at a dinner party, like I apologize for my guest. <laughs> that is my wife that made this dinner and invited you all here. You know what? Yeah. Thank you for changing how my listeners see me. I'm pretty sure they, they, thought, they thought about me in a certain way. I'm not going to say it on the podcast, but I just want you to know your name is Ezekiel. <laughs> you, you, are, you are on the podcast. What are you saying I'm not going to say it on the podcast? <laughs> anyway. Well, we have to take I a, think people we, are tired of us. <laughs> we have to take another break and then oh, we'll come back. That we got to take another break. <laughs> on our last, last segment. So we'll catch you guys on their last segment. <laughs> They're like, please end this as soon as possible. <laughs> oh my gosh. Welcome back to our third and last segment of this episode. <laughs> I am talking to Mackenzie Keris, who is my wife. So, <laughs> uh, just like bouncing back from uh, the last segment. So, we all know that we've been like, uh, we've just gone through this uh, really weird and painful pandemic where we were learning new things new uh, ways of working uh, new things like uh, how we have to just basically live our lives without doing the normal day-to-day things that we were used to and trying to keep ourselves safe so i'm just gonna uh, ask uh, mackenzie if uh, the how her quarantine was and how she went through the pandemic and Hoping uh, some of you guys out there can relate to certain things that she's going to share with us and hopefully we can help each other trying to get back to normal, you know, and kind of transition smoothly, like uh, getting back to our normal life. So Mackenzie, the question I have for you is, did you at some point... uh, uh, quarantine like staying inside the house or what kind of things that were deprived uh, you know, I mean in your everyday life that things that you couldn't do that you wish you could have done during the time we were dealing with the pandemic um, I felt very privileged during this pandemic I feel like our lives weren't completely opposite of what they usually are Um, which is a huge blessing. We were able to move. Um, You know, you can use your work over the road, which wasn't very interrupted by the pandemic. I got a job at a school. Um, But I do have to say, like, meeting people in a new place, like, that wasn't really an opportunity that we had so a lot of people have been like hey how's Georgia you know this new place and uh it's great as far as you know the drives that we've been able to take but I mean we haven't really gotten into the culture and the people that we wanted to um so I definitely definitely 
can't give like a well-rounded answer to that like of like how is our life here because I feel like we haven't really started our life here it doesn't quite feel like home just because we haven't been able to meet people and build a community and things like that but overall I feel like we're doing better than many people yeah um and our lives haven't been completely uprooted I feel like you're usually only home on the weekends anyway so we usually just hang out by ourselves anyway you know like that's that's pretty consistent um yeah but I I realized like we were like driving a couple weekends ago and like I saw like a soccer team playing of like little kids and people watching and I was like I I have missed that like I have just missed like people even if I'm not participating in just watching normal life happening yeah Yeah. and I was like oh man like the pandemic really has like affected me um which I hadn't quite felt it to the extent of that where I just like I miss seeing people in community and participating in community and having that option to be a part of that so it did hit me that I was like, I'm excited for people to be able to be back together like that and, like, be able to go to a kid's soccer game, be able to go to a concert. Yeah. Um, you know, talking to people in a restaurant or whatever it is. Because um, it's... It's weird. I have... I constantly think about it, though, like, how weird it was before that, like, we didn't wipe down our steering wheel or use hand sanitizer before eating finger foods. Yeah, we were just, like, eating dead, like, I'm pigs. just, like... I can't believe that we survived yeah, this we're long. Yeah, we just like pigs. Disgusting. Yeah. I mean, how did I not hand sanitize every time after using a gas pump? Yeah. Like, are you serious? Mm-hmm. We live like bacon and eat bacon. So, oh, interesting sorry. analogy. I'm sorry. But I'm... There will definitely be some things that stick from quarantine. There will definitely be a lot more hand sanitizer in my life. Yeah. Um, and that's all for the better. <laughs> And, um, but yeah, I'm excited to get back to some more normalcy. So you would say those are the good things you took away from the pandemic wise. You realized how our life basically was not that hygienic to begin with. And then we had this terrible uh, virus and then we realized like, oh, wait a second. We were just like getting on planes or into movies, like buying popcorn, eating popcorn, you know, touching the season. Constantly touching. Yeah, not like (laughs) even sanitizing anything. And then we were fine until this came around. So from going here onwards, you are saying those are some of the things that you're gonna you're going to keep. Yeah, I admire how resilient we are. My goodness. Um, But uh, yeah, just being more cognizant of those things and you know what's funny uh, we what's funny about the pandemic is i do remember that like i think i was like literally like, in college in like 2010 or something i remember um we watched some research project in china and someone made a, a comment like oh people wear masks in china isn't that like a weird thing because there's so much pollution in china and people wear masks and it never occurred to me that uh, one day I am going to have to do that 
just like to save my life too i was like yeah it's weird that uh, people i mean you know people from china wear, wear masks and i also remember like uh being in california at some point and watching like certain like asian people with masks on it wasn't a pandemic but now like i i do i, I do see that i'm like man those people were just like being careful and all yeah, of it's us like they knew it. that they were sick, and so they didn't want to share it with other people. Yeah, or... like we we all <laughs> we all like probably should have been doing that anyway because yeah. there are certain places, even like Seoul. Like we stayed in Seoul Lake City. Like how many times have we seen the images of that invasion and like all that pollution just like descending down on Seoul Lake City? And right. we just like go into Seoul Lake City without a mask. Like yeah, I know the air is bad here, but I'm just gonna just I'm just gonna breathe it. <laughs> you know, because I can. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that was weird. Uh, well, uh, I would say uh, for me, for I mean, for those who do not know, we uh, we were fortunate enough that I do uh, drive trucks. So when the pandemic hit, uh, we kind of got more work due to uh, certain commodities. Uh, being in high demand to be moved so i kept working during the pandemic i kept being on the road and driving delivering water hand sanitizer wipes and things like that to grocery stores and i also do feel really blessed too that uh, during that time i was still able to work and the good thing about trucking is you have a one-man office you're just gonna be in your truck and you only meet people when you deliver or pick up so those were the two places I had to be careful. And then truck stops when I stopped to either fuel up or buy food and things like that. And it did freak me out the first days of the pandemic because uh, there were no cars on the road, to be honest. And it de- it was kind of eerie, like right. just being down the road on your own and you don't, you don't like see traffic, you don't see any cars and then fast forward like a month later there was a surge of people going camping and there were like these tons of RVs on the road and I remember like thinking to myself like wait is this how we're gonna go out as humans like <laughs> you know like are we just gonna die in our houses during lockdown That's scary. And, yeah it was it was scary and uh, i do remember uh, seeing like numbers of people dying in other countries and i was like man i'm not sure if this is not it you know and i i do remember that when we decided to move to georgia <laughs> during a pandemic and that time georgia had the worst numbers <laughs> like, and i do remember driving the u uh down here thinking to myself like how are we making the right decision why are we moving to this so great to share this with you. <laughs> Nine later. i was like why are we doing this like we are going to the worst place of all places right now <laughs> but I'm kind of glad that uh, it all worked out and we are here. So, uh, Mackenzie, is there anything that you would want, uh, I don't know, like some words of hope to... Well, I'm not the person I'm do for hope no, right no, now. Anyone can do that. Like, there are certain things that we all see that we can, you know, ask each other or 
uh, you know, like you, there are certain things that you have experienced that you can be like, related to the coronavirus. You what? Are you asking for words of hope related to coronavirus? Like, yeah, words of encouragement moving forward. Um, I just think that uh, the hi- the pandemic has highlighted what's really important, and I hope that we continue to take those things away of like taking care of ourselves and taking time for our family and. Um, I hope that companies give us that flexibility and that ability to work from home more and just being home and, um, you know, um, advocating for what we believe in. And uh, it's been a very unique time in the pandemic with social justice issues and human rights and things like that, that we've been able to devote the time to learning about and advocating for and I just hope that continues in the next future and I I think that we can learn how to slow down a little bit and focus on the things that matter so I hope that uh, moving out of this pandemic we continue that pattern that's awesome I love that I do love that for me like I did love how people actually saw each other like people started checking on their neighbors and just like realizing like hey i have this person who stays next to me who might be in need of something and i can help them and in situations where they were like an elderly person and you can do grocery errands right. gro- grocery errands for them or something like that just to help them and i was touched about how much uh, people were willing to help other people without them like you know benefiting anything or like getting any money out of it just be like hey i just want to check on you and see if you're okay do you need anything like we need to get through this thing together right it's like uh, a unity that i've always hoped for that uh, humans in general we should have just care about one another and just like try to help each other in times of need like hey i I can be there for you in this way if I cannot, I cannot, but just know that if you ever want to get your groceries, I can do that errand for you and things like that. That that really was touching to me and it's something that I hope that is going to continue even after this pandemic, just like taking care of uh, people who are disadvantaged or elderly and just, you know, just be good and nice and uh, you just enjoy this uh, good earth that we have and just contribute to things that uh, make our life sustainable and make sure that everyone is at least bare minimum like just comfortable like we are not asking people like to make you rich or anything but just like making sure your neighbor is comfortable they have the basic needs they need that was something that was, was really touching to me and I do remember that at one point I watched a group of people uh, coming into a truck stop and literally just like uh, asking truckers if they need anything like, hey, we have food, hey, we have water, we have hand sanitizer, do you need anything? Because they did recognize that at that point, keeping <coughs> truckers safe and having truckers keeping on moving 
accommodities during that difficult time was also helping other people and they decided to help in that way so it's something that i did admire and it made me tear up a little bit when i realized that there is so much good out there that pandemic or no pandemic if we just embrace that we will all be way way better you know with just our normal life you know yeah, I agree. so I I do I do I do love that. Anyway, so this has been our fireside uh, episode <laughs> with my guest Mackenzie Carries, and our fire is dying down, and our dog is getting agitated. So we have to wrap this up. Hopefully, uh, we can see. I mean, we can catch up with you guys in our next episode. Uh, any last words, Mackenzie, you want to put in before we log off? That's it. <laughs> That's it. Peace out. Thank you guys for listening. We'll catch you uh, in the <laughs> next episode.